When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The NBA Playoffs. Rebound, Vincent pulls up for three in transition. It's good! And the lead is up to 23, the largest of the game for Miami. See, we had a sense of urgency. You know what we had to do today? We had to come in and play hard. They don't want to give them any hope. Shall do it again on Tuesday. Continuing coverage of the NBA Playoffs on Canty and Carlin. She's Vanessa Richardson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together in for the guys on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It looks like this is going to be it, unless the Boston Celtics can walk on water, turn water into wine, and force a Game 5 of their series against Miami, in which they're down three games to nothing. Coverage of the Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. The man that will be part of the play-by-play coverage, of course, it's our man Dave Passion. I'm up on Twitter. He's a great follow at Dave Passion. Dave, I'll start right there. What have you been able to see in this series? The heat of three games to nothing that is, other than the Celtics on the verge of being swept, has really, really surprised you about how we got here between these two. Well, first of all, Freddie, good to talk to you. Uh, and I think you're wrong about me on Twitter. I'm quite boring. That's not true. Uh, I appreciate the shout-out, <laughs> but nope. I don't say a whole lot. Um, but when you say something, people pay attention, so nice try. <laughs> Okay, okay, fair. Uh, in terms of what surprised me, the, the lack of fight. I just thought, even even though I thought Miami would probably win the series, I thought it would be a long series and that there would be fight. We have not seen that out of Boston. Maybe we'll see it tonight. You know, the Celtics, Celtics have been saying today, you know, don't let us get one. Well, you know, how about make a shot? <laughs> you know, let's let's start with that. Let's start with uh, avoiding you know nineteen to two runs by the opponent before we start talking about winning the game. Let's let's be within thirty going into the fourth quarter before we start talking about you know oh, we're going to really scare the Heat. Don't don't give us one. Now I think if they do get one, it does make Game Five very interesting back in Boston because they have not been good at home. They've been getting booed at home. Uh, maybe they can get some momentum, but I just have a hard time seeing Miami play a bad 48 minutes. Maybe they'll have a bad stretch or two, but they do not want to go to Boston. Denver is going to be sitting there. It's almost a 10-day rest for them. Mm -hmm. Miami doesn't want to have to have a six-day rest. They want this over uh, so they can make sure that they're at full strength, just uh, just like Denver. I'm a big believer that when your boots on the ground and when you're you're in an environment, you can see things that aren't shown on TV. So, what have you seen with you know you, you talked about the fight, but the body language with the Celtics, the connection between the teammates, maybe the response to Joe Missoula, anything noteworthy? You know, not really. Um, I've noticed several times as everybody else has. You know, the coaches often at the start of a timeout will go out towards the free throw line. And a lot of times you'll see this in the regular season. The players, you know, they just sit there, maybe talk amongst themselves. But Boston, you know, sometimes Al Horford will kind of take the coach's chair and talk to the team a little mm-hmm. bit before the coaches come in. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's several times in practice done that uh, where he's had to rally the troops when, 
you know, they're disconnected or things aren't going well. Um, that that's that's it really. I mean, the the one thing I've noticed is the confidence on the Miami sideline. Uh, that, that's a confident group. Mm. That's a vocal group uh, in terms of they have been expressing now, like, hey, we got Jimmy Butler. We can we can handle anything. Before it was nonverbal, uh, it was understood. Now it's being vocalized by teammates. Like we're we, we're okay. We got Jimmy. We're going to be just fine. They passed ESPN play-by-play announcer along with Doris Burke and Ros Golden one day. They'll be part of the coverage tonight of Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals in Miami as the Heat host the Boston Celtics, joining Freddie Coleman and Vanessa Richardson and Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Normally, Miami fans can be very, very fickle, Dave, and you've known that all the years. They have not been a fickle audience. They were loud and out of their minds in Game 3. What has it been like to see that fan base really rally around this basketball team? Yeah, you know, I was here uh, for TV in the Milwaukee series and the Knicks series, and it's kind of been a crescendo. When they won game three, you know, that series was was 1-1. And they win game three, they win it handily, and you could really see the Miami fans starting to believe. And then the Knicks game was game three, and, you know, Miami won that one. And then, you know, the other night, it, yeah, it was, it was rocking. And done a lot of games here over the years. And it did remind me a little bit of, you know, the great run they have with the big three, LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. I mean, that's, it's been a decade since that group was here. And they've had good teams, uh, but, you know, it did feel different uh, the other night. And I think that's a sign that you've got a city that's, that, that's behind their team, and they, they believe. You know, it's a lot of people talking about the fact that they're an eight seed and, you know, the worst odds to win a championship coming into the playoffs, but... Anybody that's been around this team the last few years, it's basically the same group that had the the number one record in the East last year. So we probably shouldn't be all that surprised that they're here. I like that it's different. I like that it's not a quote-unquote super team. I like that, you know, if you are player development with Miami, you have to be psyched at the way this team has gone. What has been the most exciting part of this for you for for Miami and, and the Heat? Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of similar to, to Denver. Maybe this will change mm. the narrative in terms of you need to have three superstars to win in the NBA. And, you know, maybe that's going to change anyway with, you know, the, the contracts. You know, Boston, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum are both eligible for, you know, these crazy, what, you know, $300 million contracts. You know, how does that get, you know, can you have three guys like that? A lot of talk about Kyrie. You know, maybe going to the Lakers, can, can they afford that? And, and, and could they have those three guys and have a real bench, you know, have real depth? Um, you know, I'm sure there are Boston fans that would say, well, you know, this group's been together six years and they haven't yeah. been able to win a championship. They need a big three. But I think the way Miami plays, it's refreshing. You know, watching Dallas this year when Kyrie went there and you saw Kyrie and Luka just pounding the ball into the ground, three other guys standing around, that, that's not fun basketball to watch. This is refreshing. This is team basketball, and it's great fundamental basketball, execution on both ends of the floor. It's good for the NBA, in my opinion. They passed ESPN play-by-play announcer. We part of the coverage tonight for Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals involving the Heat hosting Boston and Miami on ESPN Radio. Joining Freddie Cohen and Vanessa Richardson on Canty and Carlin. We had a very spirited discussion not even 15 minutes ago, give or take a lie or two. Applesauce, I'm a fan of. She's not. Peanut butter, she's a fan of. I'm Love not. It. But those are our go-tos. What is your go-to, Dave? 
You know, I eat just about anything. I'm I, during the season. I, I don't know if people know this. Like, this is sort of like inside baseball for broadcasters. Usually, broadcasters will stay away from dairy because yeah. it, it can mess with your voice. And so I try to stay away from dairy until summer hits. So, like, if Miami wins tonight, my summer starts, I can guarantee I'm having a big milkshake oh. either tonight or yeah. tomorrow morning because yeah. I haven't had one, like a, a bucket of gelato or something uh, since it's been so long. Um, Treat yourself. That's, that's where I'm going, I think. After Yeah, like a deep dish, he- extra cheese. Mm. Pizza, All the cows. Something like that. Going yeah. hard. I like it. I, I like love it. it. Okay. Hey, Dave, go ahead. Vanessa's got one more for you. Well, we have one more. We're, we're ta- I'm doing my show live from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, getting ready for the Indy 500. So my question for you, my friend, is what is your non-four? So no NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB. What's your non-big four sporting event that you love? Well, I, I was a huge golfer growing up. So when I got to, to go to the Masters about 20 years nice. ago, that was, uh, for me, special. But, you know, I have fond memories of the great outdoor games uh, because wow. that was the first thing I did for ESPN 20 years ago. Okay. And uh, me and Jimmy Dykes did uh, the dog jumping. Uh, it was called Big Air, where dogs would run off the dock <laughs> wow. and jump into the water. That's incredible. Uh, that, is an, that was a must-see event. Um, I also did the sausage eating contest uh, very early on in my ESPN career, and watching one of the eaters um, afterwards uh, disposing of what he had consumed oh, in the no. restroom. No, um, no. It, yeah, that was uh, eye-opening. You know, people, it's it's all fun while it's going on, but right. uh, you know, you can't you can't hold all that in. Yeah, uh, it's you, you got. That's it's, a great it's gotta answer. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would say those are events, uh, and maybe it's just you know nostalgia from the early days of my. ESPN career, but uh, yeah. those are events that I think uh, everyone has to be a part of at some point. Love it. Plenty of us don't know how the sauce is made, and a lot of us did not need to know how the sauce is disposed, so thanks to Dave Pass, <laughs> ESPN play-by-play announcer, for bringing that to the table. Enjoy Game 4, Dave. Hope you get a Game 5 as well, my man. You take care and be well. All right. See you guys. Great stuff by Dave Pass. Like we mentioned, we'll be part of the coverage tonight. Game 4 in Miami. The Heat try to sweep the Boston Celtics. We'll be there with Doris Burke and Roz Golden one day. Coverage begins at 8 o'clock Eastern time right here on ESPN Radio. Vanessa Richardson, Freddie coming in for the guys today on Canty and Carlin. She mentioned her. her, her she's at the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. Sporting event, non-big four sporting event that you've been to that could be a go-to. For me, it's always going to come back to the – I want to go to Kentucky Derby. Ooh. Haven't had a chance to go, but I've been to the Belmont Stakes in Elmont, New York. And I'm telling you, I, and I've been to the Traverse Stakes Good up one. in Saratoga Springs in New York. And I love going up there. A lot of times, it's for the fashion. When I went to the Saratoga Springs, um, Traverse Stakes in Saratoga Springs, I said, okay, people say it's kind of like a low-level Kentucky Derby. There's still a lot of money of people wearing it on their bodies at the Traverse Stakes in beautiful upstate New York and Saratoga Springs. I was able to con- uh, cover a Kentucky Derby when I worked for the NBC station in really? Cincinnati right out of college. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's cool. And mm-hmm. I do think people should go once or cover it once or do, you know, because it is getting dressed up is cool. Betting on a horse is cool. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not into that, if you're not into horse racing heavily, it's probably not something you're going to go back to every year. But mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy it. I, th- I think everybody should do it once yeah, the, for sure. The, the Traverse Stakes, definitely. I've been back. The first time I had gone up there was in the early 2000s. I've been back twice since. I've had a great time. Ever since, that's an event that I would go to every year. If you told me I could go to Kentucky Derby 
every year. There's no doubt that would definitely do something like that. Eric, what Love you got? It. Well, you're speaking my language because I was going to uh-huh. say Traverse Stakes as well. Yeah. Uh, our mm-hmm. guy, Ro- Roger Wyland in Albany, mm-hmm. hop Absolutely. on his party bus. Yeah, WTMM 104.5 in Albany. There Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's a great all day. And they always, they're, they're – um, slogan is it's a marathon not a sprint yes but i had like three uh champagnes on the way in the party bus so i I was gonna say the same thing when they talk about the marathon and not a sprint vanessa they're not talking about the horses on the track that's so true they're they're talking about the human beings in the bus with the indy 500 as well because you're out in the heat that's true that's you're in the heat you gotta hydrate it's a long race you're talking 500 miles 200 laps you gotta be ready for that yeah i I gotta go to indianapolis 500 one year i'm definitely looking forward we welcome you with open arms oh no question i will be there with open mouth ready to drink something a little bit i'm not talking about the milk at the indianapolis 500 let us know what is your go-to sporting event that you've never been to that's not involving the big four meaning no super bowl no final four no Stanley Cup, All-Star, nothing like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. So give us your phone calls on that, the non-Big Four sporting event that you have not gone to or you have gone to that you can't wait to share. Do that at 888-729-3776. Because right now the Boston Celtics, they're not on their way to the big sporting event known as the NBA Finals. They're going to be out. A lot of people believe they're going to be changes that are going to be made or changes that should be made. And Vanessa, a lot of that centers on Jalen Brown and what is he going to do or not going to do? Because let's be honest, money could sway that decision. He's eligible for a max contract. Does he want to take that max and stay in Boston, be a number two to Jason Tatum? Or does he want to go somewhere else and believe what it, I believe that he does believe, that he can be a number one guy and you can build around him? I think it, a lot of it depends on what happens this offseason. I think I, we can... F- safely assume that they're not going to win this series right in fact they might get swept and and you know we hope you all tune into ESPN radio for for coverage of that but I think that there's a chance that he does go elsewhere I also think there's a lot of questions on what how Brad Stevens is going to have his vision play out and that includes Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and the coaching staff so there's a lot of questions with Boston for sure yeah and the biggest question to me may not be so much with Jalen Brown if he's going Mm. to stay or if he's going to go. If they're going to have any kind of change to make sure they're not what I like to call the goofy Celtics because they've been the goofy Celtics ever since they got the best record in the NBA back in January. They've been up and down, up and down. We call Anthony Davis EKG in Los Angeles. The Celtics are EKG to the 25th power ever since they had that best record in January. But if they want to help themselves out and maybe keep a Jalen Brown, they need a veteran assistant on that bench. Com- totally agree. I mean, because Joe Mazzulla, you can say he's in over his head, facts, he's looked bewildered, confused, bamboozled, all he's of the above. He's 34 years old. He's 34, That's the thing is, right. he's 34. Damon Stoudemire left, yep. Will Hardy left. Keep going. Yeah, I mean that. that no, I mean that's the situation, and and I'm not saying you have to give him all of the leeway and all of the leash, but you do have to give him first year, full year as a head coach. You got to give him a little grace. Yeah, and I think that you know assistants definitely matter. It's one of the reasons I'm fascinated to see who Coach Udoka brings in uh, with our Rocket staff. So right. I think a, you, he does need a veteran assistant and. You, you compliment, not with an I, but an E. Yeah. Who compliments yes. the personality and the style of Joe Missoula that he could bring in? And I think you, sure. you think you bring a veteran assistant that can help him navigate those waters because, let's be honest, he was really the, the third guy after Adoka, and he gets thrust in this situation. He has a chance to do a great job early, and he did. The Celtics gave him a multi-year extension, and now many people should say they said buyer's remorse because it has not worked out in this series. Well, nobody was saying that 
when they were down three games to do to Philadelphia and they were able to win that series. A lot of people weren't saying that about Joe Mazzulli. They were saying that he had figured it out and the Celtics were going to be better going forward. But Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN senior NBA insider, when he's on NBA Countdown, he said it best about the Celtics getting to this point. They never got over the guy that Joe Mazzulli replaced. This team, this locker room, they never got over Ima Udoka's dismissal as head coach. This, this, these players did not accept uh, the organization's reasoning for doing it. They thought it was a wild overreaction. There were a lot of people on the outside who thought it was an overreaction. It was an HR matter. And I think for this team and talking with management, I think they felt they never got the answers. They got any more answers than the public hmm. was getting on this. Now, that doesn't mean they haven't accepted Joe Missoula as head coach, but this is a team that they still don't know him. And he may not know himself. So the fact they got in the Eastern Conference Finals, not trying to sugar it over, but the fact they got the Eastern Conference Finals when everything unraveled for them right before the season got started, I think it's being very unfair to say once this series is over, they got to look for another guy and they should not keep that mistake in the building if they believe Joe Mazzulla is a mistake. I very much believe in Brad Stevens. Brad is from Indiana. I've watched him, you know, his career from when he was at Butler. I very much believe, you know, in his vision. And I think most people in basketball view him as being very intelligent. So I think he's going to have to really take inventory after this series. He's going to have to talk to the superstar players. And he's going to have to see, number one, mm-hmm. are you sticking around? If you are sticking around, what are your thoughts? What do you need on the coaching staff? Do you need us to bring in somebody who's more defensive minded? Do you need us to bring, you know, because that will determine in some ways who Joe Missoula uh, brings into the Celtics. But I'm with you on the veteran. I think the coaching staff is crucial, especially when you have the Jays, you know, Jalen and and Jason, two really talented players who no doubt bonafide stars in the league, but they want to get further than this, right? They want to win a championship. And especially when last year, two games to one, when they were the bigger, stronger, and faster and taller team versus Golden State, didn't scratch another game. They may have thought, okay, we paid our dues. We're ready. But then that offseason, going into the regular season, they lost their alpha male in Ime Adoka. Mm-hmm. They have not been able to replace that. You can say it should be Jason Tatum, should be Joe Mazzula, should be Jalen Brown. But until you actually know what that's like and replacing that guy that was the alpha male Ime Adoka, that is not something that happens overnight or in the case of the Celtics over the course of one year. Like we mentioned, game four tonight, NBA Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat host the Boston Celtics, trying to push them off into the offseason with a 3 nothing lead by the Heat, presented by Indeed. Cards begin at 8 p.m. Eastern time on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Vanessa Richardson, Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We can't wait to hear your calls at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, because I guarantee we're going to get a lot of great answers to the favorite non-Big Four sporting event that either you've wanted to go to or you have attended. Your calls at 888-729-3776 at the Vanessa Has This from FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Visit FanDuel.com slash play and get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Hit it, Maxwell. Mm. Happy, happy mm. birthday, brother. Mm. Maxwell, mm. one of my favorite R&B artists. We're doing that here on Canty and Carlin. Vanessa Richardson, Freddie Coleman in for the guys today. Thanks for joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. And Vanessa, I was dating this young lady way back when he mm. first came out. The video for this song comes on, and video goes about one minute. All I hear just go, mm. <laughs> so yeah, she said. I'm thinking. That's accurate. I get it. I get it. Uh, my dad said, well, "Did that bother you?" I said, "Dad, look at Maxwell. Why would that bother me?" Right. Got to take the L on that one. As far as that goes, that was and good. And if to Halle take Berry would have walked by, you would have said, mm, mm. "It's okay." Uh, well, I might have needed a restraining order. Let's put it that way. That could have gone <laughs> a, a whole bunch of different <gasps> wrong. Hey, like I'm the only man that would feel that way. Oh, like I'm the bad guy now. As far no. as that goes, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I You're get totally it. You're totally right. Yeah, completely right, and not completely wrong when it comes to that. Your favorite. Favorite non-Big Four sporting event. Our young lady, Vanessa, she's going to be covering the Indianapolis 500 this weekend. It's America's greatest race at the Brickyard. We want to know your favorite non-Big Four sporting event. Getting a lot of reaction at Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Let's find out what you got to say. CJ in Houston, what is your favorite non-Big Four sporting event and why? Hey, hey, I want to uh, check out the Formula F1 race. Love it. Based That's on what, awesome. Yeah, based, yeah, go ahead. Continue, CJ. Yeah, uh, so last year I got into uh, Formula F1 watching it. Uh, but a couple weeks ago, watching the Miami track, mm-hmm. the Miami race with Verstappen, making his, his move up the ranks, starting from nine and finishing as a leader. I like that was really impressive. I would really like to see uh, that race. 
I absolutely love that. That's a fantastic answer. Formula One is fascinating because obviously worldwide people knew about it, but after the documentary series dropped, Mm -hmm. it got so much interest. And now, you know, they have a a race the same weekend as the Kentucky Derby, and you're seeing just as many celebrities at the F1 race as the Kentucky Derby. So Mm -hmm. it's serious stuff. I love that, CJ, in Houston. That's a great answer. By the way, NASCAR drivers are rich. They're nowhere near F1 drivers. They're F1 rich. Look up their <laughs> yeah. salaries when you get a chance to see that. I remember when they had the F1 race in Brooklyn, New York, and I said, this is going to be interesting how they lay out that track in my hometown, and it could not have been better how they laid that out. They got so much attention, so much, a lot of people just wanting to be a part of that. Yeah, I like CJ in Houston. That's a good call. Joe in Jacksonville, what is the non-Big Four sporting event either you want to attend or that you have attended? Let us know. First of all, for the programming director there at ESPN Radio, this is a fantastic combination. Appreciate Yay! you, my man. Thank you. Thing, I, I could, it's really, re- I don't know if you guys have worked together before, but there is just really good chemistry between Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Really you. good show. Appreciate um, that. The Daytona, the Daytona 500, if mm. for no other reason than pre-race, the people watching should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> and then once the race starts, particularly on the restart. There's so much air getting sucked into those engines, right? It, it creates this wind, right, that comes by you. And then when they get up to speed and go around you, that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, you I mean, did the sound effect perfectly. He did. <laughs> yeah, you do. You, you, feel, you feel it in that spot around your belly button, right, between your belly button and your, and your waist, right? That <laughs> yep. kind of mm spot. Yeah, you feel that bass. It's something. You know, That's- it, it is. And I'll tell you what, you know how some people say, Vanessa, that something can tear the hair off your head? What he just described with hair back on your head if you don't have yeah. any. Seriously. <laughs> That's a great answer. And, you know, I actually say that with with all races, not just Daytona 500, the big ones like the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. Or, you, you do have to go in person. It is a sport and an experience. The pre-race activities, you can smell the gas. You can, yeah. if you get close enough tickets, see the pit stops. I, I do always say with those big races, going in person yeah. uh, is, is a treat and is a much better viewing experience. I had a chance to be trackside for the Coca-Cola 500 when they used to do like the NASCAR integration here at ESPN mm-hmm. and ESPN. And radio, and I was part of Danica Patrick's crew, and just being oh, wow. trackside and seeing all those cars where you could have put maybe about a foot of space between all of them combined, and just <laughs> meow, 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 yeah. meow. it never got boring for me. I was always fascinated how those drivers going 500 miles in those turns and out of those turns and not a lot of space, it was a fantastic, but I'm telling you, it almost put hair on the back of my head. When, <laughs> it you know, put it back. Oh, easily. It would have taken from the it outside. Almost of, brought it, back. it almost brought it back. Hook, line, and sinker <laughs> as far as that goes. Big J in Miami was the favorite non-Big Four sporting event that you either have attended or wanted to attend. Let us know right now. Yeah, no doubt, man. As far as outside the Big Four, it's track and field, man. You get the 100 or 200 at 400, man. That's one of the most exciting things, whether you're in person or not, man, whether it's Usain Bolt, when Michael Johnson set that record. It's just something electrifying about it because no other human being can do that, man. You know what? Jay, it's funny you mentioned that because my wife and I are big track and field fans. Vanessa, by the way, Jay in Miami and everybody else, thank you for the mm-hmm. call. And we're huge track and field fans. We're determined to go out to where the University of Oregon Hayward Field, where they have the track events either for the U.S. Nationals or the Olympic qualifiers, because just seeing that on TV 
and feeling that atmosphere was just tremendous. That is something that we definitely want to have a chance to go to at Hayward Field on the campus University of Oregon. I don't care what combination it is, we're going to find our way there. Humans, as he said, like you just don't see humans that fast. And I I feel like track and field could be another one where you because like with certain sports, like with NFL, other like you could argue sometimes it's a better viewing experience on TV. It just is sure. track and field, I think, is one where seeing people run in person and, and those superhuman abilities would be really cool. And you made the point about Indianapolis 500. It's one thing to be on TV. But when you're there mm-hmm. and the history of the Brickyard and then the racers coming in and the reaction. Yeah, something like that. People need to experience that not watching it from their couch or watching it from their living rooms. And Go be down in to track the garages, side. see them working on the yeah, cars, yeah. watch the pit crew and watch how one person making a mistake can literally lose the race for a driver. I mean, you don't think it's a team sport, but it is absolutely a team sport. It's really fascinating. No doubt about that. Vanessa Richardson, Freddie Coleman, and for the guys today on Canty and Carl on an ESPN radio. Keep them coming at triple eight say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Your favorite non-Big Four sporting event that either you've attended or that you would love to attend. Billy in Tacoma, Washington. Billy, what you got? Yeah, um, actually, it's Tony. But I just wanted you to know, um, I'm old enough to have attended uh, the great... And gone just like that. Where did he go? But I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was uh, the number one, Tony. Sorry, I got your name wrong. But number two, I would love to have known he had a chance to attend. Tony, are you there? Tony is not there. Let's move on to Reggie in Richmond. Reggie, what is your favorite non-Big Four sporting event that you either have attended or want to attend? Well, first of all, Freddie, thank you for doing a great job on a local affiliate 106.1 yeah, with the guys on. here in Richmond. We enjoy what you do. I love the Pins Relay, brother. Come on, the Pins Relay. Oh, we got yeah. people from North Carolina and Central, North Carolina and A&T, and the high schools and the colleges. The Pins Relay is a historical event. Good call, because also the Drake Relays are really cool, too, in the state of Iowa and Des Moines. But I, I had a chance to go to the Penn Relays when I was in high school, Vanessa, and everybody's saying, you know, it's a big event. I'm thinking, you know, I'm from New York City. We got big events all the yeah. time. Hey, Studio 54 was a big event when I was younger. What do you mean the Penn Relays? <laughs> you had that New York air about I, you. Oh, no, I still had that New York arrogance <laughs> now about me, depending on who you talk to. But I had a chance to go to the Penn Relays back in 1981, and it was tremendous. I said, man, oh, man, I can see why a lot of people treat this as if it's Valhalla and heaven on earth. And he's exactly right. You got colleges, you got the high schools, so many recruiters are there indirectly recruiting to see what they're going to get. <laughs> Penn Relays, really, really cool moment at Franklin Field at campus of the University of Pennsylvania. Very really cool. cool. Really cool. If you didn't get through on the phone, you can always hit us up anytime you want on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at Sports Vanessa. The favorite non-Big Four sporting event that you've had a chance to attend or want to attend, hit us on Twitter with your results at Sports Vanessa and also at Coleman ESPN. What is going to be our play of the day? And what three and now could involve Vanessa finding out exactly what the heck is going on with... I'll just leave it there. That's Nessa <gasps> Canty and Carlin, and this is ESPN Radio. <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Got Vanessa Richardson, Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Serious so XM Channel 80, tune in. And don't forget to tell you, smart speaker, to play ESPN Radio. I'll play of the night. I'm going to let E-Dog E-Money start this off, Eric, and we'll follow along with you. What do you got for your play of the night so far? All right, so I'm looking at a four-leg same-game parlay. All right. Celtics Heat, of course, tonight on ESPN Radio. Uh-huh. I'm going to start with Jason Tatum over two-and-a-half three-pointers. All right, he needs to have a big game. Okay. We've seen him have a big game in elimination games, so I'll say he hits at least three three pointers. Okay, and then I'm going back to the Miami Heat and their bunch of scores right on that team. Yes, and they so do. So Gabe Vincent, all right, mm-hmm. the numbers ten and a half there. Okay, excuse me, eleven and a half going over. Okay, Caleb Martin says at ten and a half. Okay, I'm going over. All right, and then I'm going over two hundred sixteen and a half points. Okay. I think that they'll hit the over in the points. All right, ladies then, first. What about you, Vanessa? Over. Okay, I'll say I'll say over with the over under. Okay, I'll say under though with Caleb and over with Gabe Vincent. All right, plus six seven five, depending on how you're okay in that range, depending right. on how you're choosing. Okay, it's a pretty uh, good juice. That's number. pretty good juice number. Yes, it is. All right, I like that. I'll give you a different kind of play of the day. Miami a one point favorite. Finally, for the first time, that Miami is favored in a series. This is all the makers of stinky. And that the Celtics could push this to a game five because they've been that goofy, Vanessa and Eric. I can see the Celtics pulling one out just because they've been the goofy Boston Celtics since January. I don't think we'll have two sweeps. We already had one sweep. I don't think we're going to have two sweeps. I feel like that would just be too much. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Celtics will win one tonight. Okay, we'll see. By the way, game four coverage, 8 o'clock Eastern time right here on ESPN Radio with the heat up three games to nothing. And it's minus 105 if you're taking them on the money line. Uh Uh-huh. On Caesar Sportsbook. So okay. it's not a right. bad chunk of cash if you can get it. I, I, I put it this Ooh. way. Anytime you get a chunk of change that can add more to the Coleman family retirement fund, only good comes out of that. So what are the other three things we got to talk about? We do that right now. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and out. So we bring back in Eric because yesterday Eric left the show an hour early because Evan Wilner, who produces Fitz and Harry, he came in here like his behind was on fire. <laughs> we need another player. We're down a player in our softball league. We need another player. So Eric got the he got the appreciation, also got the he got the the, the, the uh, acceptance approval. The approval from the powers that be. You're welcome, Vanessa. To, thank you. You're welcome <laughs> to go out there and play for the team. Because they needed him, or else Elvin mm-hmm. Wynn was going to spontaneously combust because they have an extra player. And Eric went out there, and E Dog, did you hit a home run? I sure did. Sure did. Three run blast. Wow. Easy E, what? I mean, so. Exactly. This field hasn't. Go was, easy. Go easy. Go, go easy. Easy does it. Go easy. <laughs> easy does it. Shannon was from the top rope there. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't over any fence, though. I, I mean, don't care. it's. Over the outfielder's head and Doesn't then matter. sprint around the bases. So what? Only 60 feet. It's not 90. I don't care about the distance. We lost 15 to 13. 
Oh, really? Yeah, unfortunately, we did not get the W. But at least you got three runs by yourself. Why haven't the other hacks on I that mean, team? I had five total. Well, there you uh, go. Would you also say when it comes to the rec league that you have that dog in you? Oh, I got the uh, dog. I got the, yes. I got no. the dog. He, he's got the wolf wolf in him. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. So if we went full behind the scenes on this whole home run thing for Eric yesterday, <laughs> right. are you leaving out the best part? The reason why it is that uh-huh. you hit the home run yesterday, Eric? Uh-huh. Are you not going to go and let the people know? I'm not know giving you what, any credit, Shannon. What, I, I know you're, I know are you're not? searching for <laughs> Are you not going to let the people know <laughs> what inspired Switch said home run? <laughs> Turn them hips. Yeah. We were in here going through a whole batting yeah. drill yep. before he left in here. Yeah. The Vanessa, they look like twins of Dak Prescott when he does his quarterback drills. Yeah. That's what they looked <laughs> the like twitch. yesterday. Yeah. Shimmy, yeah. Shimmy, shimmy. Had to make sure he was loading yeah. up there. Shimmy, had the quick twitch. Hips don't lie. Yeah, the hips no. don't lie. Yeah, All they, of that. They, they were secure and secure at both of those two yesterday. <laughs> yeah, squished the bug the whole nine. Full extension. <laughs> Knocking knuckles. Let's yeah. go. Great visual. Great visual. Yeah, exactly. Last but not least, we had Ryan Hollins. Both of you two. Yes. Guys do a great job part of the Houston Rockets TV coverage. I've known Ryan for more than a minute. You worked with him for more than a minute. What is one thing quickly you can tell about Ryan Hollins that you can keep it because make sure it's NSFW. Absolutely. <laughs> make sure well, it's Ryan, the opposite of that. Ryan's not a controversial guy, so there's not much. But Ryan is always on the phone. Okay, Ryan has two phones, so Ryan's always on the phone. Yeah. There was one time in an, we were in an elevator. We were in Portland. It was probably, you know, it is. You land one in the morning, whatever. I had a full-blown conversation with Ryan, not realizing he had his AirPods in and was talking to somebody else. No so way. I said something, you know, talking about travel, and he says something like, absolutely, no doubt. And then I keep going. <laughs> and then I hear him talk, and then it turned out he didn't even know I was talking to him. He was on the phone. Uh, Ryan's really? on the phone a lot. I can tell you that. But great guy, amazing guy to work with. No doubt. Um, Wouldn't, you know, he's color commentator, I'm sideline, and he's a dream come true to work with. I love Ryan. Okay. And last but not least, welcome to the Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. They will take your order. It only took about, what, 30 years. Legend. But Good Burger 2 with Keenan and Kel, Vanessa's in production to have that sequel. Who loveth orange soda? Kel loveth orange soda. Kel loveth orange soda. I've been waiting for this. You have two bonafide celebrities. Yep. Kel hasn't done as much, but still seems like a great guy. Keenan solidified himself. Mm-hmm. Longest cast member of SNL. Yep. This was bound to happen, uh, and I'm glad that it is. Shout out to the 90s kids. Welcome, yeah, Welcome to the Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. They're going to take your order <laughs> as Good Burger 2 is in production. Vanessa, great stuff, my friend. Can't wait to do it again soon, okay? Thank you so much, Freddie. Joe and Amber coming up next, and then Celtics Heat Game 4. Thanks for joining us on Canty and Carlin on The Mighty. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.